Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for you. I have Cynthia Kenya on the phone. That's how you pronounce it, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Cynthia Kenya on the phone, and she played Annette in Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives. Hey, Cindy, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I am I'm doing good. great, and I'm so excited to have you on my show. Me too. That's awesome. So the first question I got for you isn't great uh, regarding Friday the 13th, but it's uh, how did you get your start into acting? Uh, well, <clears throat> that's a big giant question. Um, <laughs> I have been acting since I was a kid and, you know, plays and things. And uh, then I went to college and I started out as a political science major because I didn't really think that a person could uh, unless you had connections, you know, I didn't, I didn't think how, how could people be an actor? I didn't get it. You know what I mean? I'm from uh, the Chicago suburbs. And then I went to school in Kalamazoo, Michigan, Western Michigan. So, you know, I didn't really realize, but then I, I took a couple of theater classes and I realized, Hey, anybody can be an actor if you study right. and learn it. So I, then I, I started going there and then I went to USC for my graduate degree in, in acting. Awesome. Came out to California and uh, started doing things. My very first job, I had the, one of the best first jobs ever in the history of Hollywood, I think. <laughs> My very first job was, <clears throat> I was stand-in for Terry Garr on One from the Heart, directed, oh, by nice. Francis, directed by Francis Coppola. And we were more than just stand-ins. He wanted us to learn the whole parts. And Vittorio Storaro, a very famous cinematographer, you know, Reds mm -hmm. and... Um, anyway, so he wanted, he was doing all these like color correction <laughs> tests and they were doing all sorts of stuff. So the stand-ins got to, uh, actually work a lot. We were called understudies, right. which is a more theater term than, than mm -hmm. film. But anyway, so I worked six months with Francis Coppola every day. Nice. And so that was a fantastic first job. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like talk about an icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a legend that's great absolutely so then um continued from there and awesome. it wasn't too long after that that i did friday the 13th i was young in those <laughs> days <laughs> <laughs> so uh did you have an audition for friday the 13th and if so what was it like well no actually i didn't this was another exciting part i mean i've every part i've ever done i've had to audition except for right. this one i <laughs> because they had already been in georgia that's where the movie was shot, mm -hmm. um, you know, and they, the film was pretty much done um, except mm -hmm. for, you know, the post-production and Paramount said to Tom McLaughlin that they needed some more kills. It just <laughs> wasn't gory enough. So <laughs> apparently there's a formula, you know, like every 18 minutes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so Tom thought of us another scene that he could have, and it tied in Bob, the um, the old man caretaker that was in the right. beginning first scene, uh, you know, with in, in the very beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. And so he would bring him back and tie it and tie it together. Mm -hmm. This random scene that we shot, <laughs> Roger and I. <laughs> and so it was just uh, <clears throat> Roger and I, Roger Rose, who played my boyfriend, mm -hmm. and uh, Bob and CJ. And, the, right. you know, so they tied those together. 
And um, I thought that was a really good way of having, so it just didn't appear like some random scene, you know, dropped into the movie. It, it had exactly. a connection to other characters. Right, exactly. So they we shot that scene at Griffith Park here in L.A. Nice, nice. And so that that's how. And so Tom just asked me because I was Vinny and I were um, engaged, and <laughs> Vinny knew Vinny Guestaferro is my husband who played. I'm, I'm just telling the people in case they don't know. Yep. No problem. <laughs> I know yeah, you know absolutely. But, uh, yep. Vinny Guestaferro, who played uh, Rick Cologne, Deputy Rick Cologne, um, and I are married for. 35 years anyway uh (laughs) we were engaged at the time and i we knew tom because tom had directed Vinny in a play Mm -hmm. um you know we all have most people in the film and i can tell you most people in the film um i know a lot of them you know alan blumenfeld and whitney and ann ryerson and Vinny, and we all have really strong and tom mclaughlin himself strong theater roots as well um but anyway so tom had directed Mm -hmm. Vinny in a play so i knew him too and so right. he said, would, would Cindy like to get killed in our movie? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, why kidding? not? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would love to. Right? So that's how I got the part. And that's, that's, awesome. that's a big treat as an actor. I mean, you know, you usually have to be famous before they just offer you things. You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. So. Now, one question I did have um, Cause I don't, I actually don't know this answer um, about, I think it was Bob Larkin that played the caretaker. Is that his last name? If I'm not, yes, if I'm not yes. mistaken, is he still uh, living or is, did he pass? You know, we've heard, I, I'm tr- we're, we've tried to verify where this, we were doing some, I was with Tom McLaughlin and we were doing a voiceover for something. And we were trying to find that out because we had heard so I'm I heard sure the myself. same thing, but I, I was hearing mixed things. I know, me too. So I'm I'm not sure. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, because I, I actually didn't know. And I figured when you mentioned him, maybe you would have some insight on yeah. that. Yeah. No, unfortunately, I don't. Yeah. Right. We'll have to. Okay. Maybe, maybe so, somebody uh, out there knows who can tell us. Yeah, hopefully. I and mean, if you do, leave a comment on the YouTube video or even on Apple podcast, any of the podcasting sites. Just leave a comment. Let us know. Yes. Um. So what was Tom McLaughlin like as a director? Oh, he was fantastic. Tom McLaughlin was fantastic. A, because like I said, he comes from a theater background. He, you know, can speak the language of of actors. A lot of directors come from, you know, more uh, either they're photographers or cinematographers. Um, They come from different backgrounds. And so they don't have actor language or don't know how to work with actors. That's not their forte. It's the more technical aspect of filmmaking. Um, Nowadays, when you go to film school, they didn't do this so much back then, but nowadays, you know, they have, if you're a young filmmaker, you take a class, because mm-hmm. I've been an actor mm-hmm. working with some of these young filmmakers, you take yeah. a class on how to work with actors. <laughs> so, you know, how, yeah. the, the kind of language, you learn the kind of language that actors learn. Right, and you would think it's self-explanatory role. being an actor, but it really isn't. It's, it, it does have a very, a lot, a lot of complexity in it. No, contrary to popular opinion, acting is a skill. It is. It really is. I mean, there are some things where people you're just, you know, pretty or a certain personality and you get a part. Okay. I can't say that. that, I can't say that it doesn't happen. And, you know, of course, but overall, Mm -hmm. I would say most people you see uh, in anything, any act, you know, whatever genre you're, you're watching Mm -hmm. are, are skilled, have 
you right. know, studied and um, take it seriously. I mean, you got to have right. fun, of course, but you take right. your, your, your job seriously, your skill, your craft seriously. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But anyway, so back to Tom. Tom was fantastic. So he could, he knew how to get you to do things and how to get you to relax. Plus, I was already pretty relaxed with him. But I, I was mm-hmm. nervous because it was a night shoot. And we, you know, you want to do well, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. he had just given me the part. So I felt like extra pressure, you know, so, yeah. you, you know, no matter what, you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tom knew how to put everyone at ease. And even though we were fighting the light, by the time they got to my, some of the close-up scenes, the, the actual kill scene, we were fighting the light. You know, it was like 4.30 or 5 already. Mm-hmm. And so the sun is starting to... So everyone's like, hurry up, hurry up. Don't spit <laughs> on your dress because then we'd have to stop. You know, you have the blood packets on it, which I could tell you about. But anyway, like, don't get your dress messed up because then we'll have to stop and change and put the other one on, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So, but Tom was like, no, don't tell her, just relax, just have fun, do it. Yes. And so <clears throat> he knew how to kind of protect the actor from external ner- stuff that can make you crazy, you know? Right. That's so he awesome. was, he was great to work with. That's, that's great. So like, I guess talking about your death scene, how was it prepped and filmed the blood packets and all that stuff? Well, we, we run, 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 jump on the motor scooter <laughs> And if you think back onto how it was cut, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just, when you watch a movie, you just see the whole thing. You don't like, right. unless you go back and analyze, you know, oh, there's a cut. Okay. That's what happened. Right. You never really see as a rem- wait, as a reminder to people out there, I was, uh, Roger and I were shish kebobbed on the motorbike in right. case you forgot. Okay. <laughs> so we, you don't, you never see the, the actual big giant, stick whatever it is going i think it was eh, was it a machete no no, it wasn't a machete it was like what do you call those like a pike like a giant long oh i see yeah like a fence post type thing yeah yeah and um you never see it go into us right Mm -hmm. um you see jason holding the thing you see (laughs) us jump on look up at jason and then you see jason go like that and then you see us go like, we, this is what we had to do. We're sitting on the, the bike. We had to jump up, like up and and over. <laughs> so like to simulate that we were getting piked, then maybe he t- pulled us up. This is Tom explaining it. He's very serious. It was, it's as if the pike goes into you, he lifts you up a little bit and then lets you down. So, <laughs> so we're like, okay, up and down. And then we had to do it together. So right. I just followed Roger because he was in front of me, of course, on, on the motorbike. And then I had to tilt my head sort of mm-hmm. this way. So you, his face is here. So I'm not blocked by him. I, I had to go a little farther to the left. Yeah. It's very technical, especially kills. You yeah. Know, horror movies. They really uh, are. Very technical. You have to hit your mark and exactly right. So uh, mm-hmm. besides all the acting. And that's actually kind of the hard part of uh, is you know, the whatever emotion and the screaming mm-hmm. and the fear and um, right. everything. But then actually like you have to like hit it, fall at a certain place, you know, because mm-hmm. if you, you don't want, and especially in those days, I think maybe now with, they can, well, we'll fix it in post CGI and, and, or something, <laughs> you know, uh, you know uh, we didn't have as much of that. Right. 
in those right. days in the uh, Jurassic right. period of filmmaking. Right. I actually <laughs> prefer the uh, SFX not being CGI. Like I like seeing it because it looks more real because it's actually being filmed. You know what I mean? So Great. the way it worked in Friday the 13th, it looked more legit. There's the, there's an earthiness and like a right. tang- tangibility to it. That is exactly it's not so glossy, you know. Exactly. But anyway, so that's what we did. So we had, as we were running, we had, okay, there was a cut, you know, and then they put the little packets, like soft gel mm-hmm. packets of whatever the blood mix was. I don't know. I've used blood on stage. I use caro syrup and red food coloring. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It had to be something that was like that caro syrup because. They probably used a, a corn syrup and um, like a red dye or something. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. obviously we were, it was yeah. in our mouth, you know. Right. So, <laughs> because <laughs> um, then there's different stuff for clothes and things right but anyway so little soft soft gel packets that we would we hold in our teeth so you couldn't open your mouth as you were running in fear you know so it was mm-hmm. like I, but yet you didn't want to look like this as you were running <laughs> like i'm holding the thing in my mouth right so then um when that was the other thing you had to time it to crunch down on the blood packet after you know tom would say mm-hmm. now so then we we up and then as we were coming down crunch on the the blood packet Ooh. and try to get it it took a while because the first couple times that it just dribbled you know right i wanted it to spray but i couldn't get it <laughs> i couldn't really get it to spray without you know looking like i was spitting right and then like i said we were fighting the light so the more mess you made like on your face and your wardrobe, then it was worse because then it would take mm-hmm. another 20 minutes to fix you up. Yeah. So they were like, you know, spit away from your dress. Mm-hmm. I'll try. Right. <laughs> Especially for continuity reasons, because if you get the blood on there and you clean that up, then you got, you have to get your makeup redone and everything that was done for your scene because you have to look like you did previously. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, you know, I don't want to break the movie magic. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot that goes into to making even just that one teeny little scene, you know. Exactly. And the scene what is like maybe a minute or two at most, I would say, roughly. And and it it was an it probably it definitely took you hours just to film it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely several many hours. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you know, they did this Bob and CJ a little earlier. And then mm-hmm. we were st- we were towards the end, so, right? So yeah. that's the other thing, you know. You're at mm-hmm. four in the morning, and you're like, okay, but the adrenaline gets you through, right? Exactly. So, what was the best part about filming Friday the Thirteenth Part Six? Jason lives, and what was the worst? <clears throat> well, the best part was knowing I was going to be part of, the, of right. this fabulous movie because I had read the script, of course, because Vinny was sheriff, I mean, Deputy Rick Cologne. He's right. sheriff now in, in the, some of these, the fan films, but he'll tell you about it. Vinny yes. will be next week. Vinny. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. But um, so I had read the script and Vinny was calling me every day from mm-hmm. Georgia, letting me know how it was going and what was nice. happening. So I felt already part of it, you know? Right. And so it was just so exciting to really be part of it and to be in mm-hmm. so as a young actress. And my God, it's so much fun. Right. You know, um, and working with my friends too <clears throat> was so mm-hmm. much fun. Excuse me. <clears throat> no and um, the worst part, 
there was really no bad part. The worst part is just <laughs> that, you know, it was really late at night. These are really right. minor concerns, but, you know, oh, it was at four o'clock in the morning and I was freezing cold in Griffin mm-hmm. Park. You know. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that the reason why I laughed is because everybody that when I asked, I asked this question to a lot of them because I want to see like their versions of what they love to film, what they hated to film about it or what was the worst part. And they always say pretty much the same thing. It's not like there is no worst part because they really enjoy their time film and it which shows how yeah. much like th- these films are beloved by fans all around the world, you know, all these years later, but it goes to show that they were also fun to film for the actors and actresses. Oh, they, they really are just, I mean, I think horror movies in general are, are mm-hmm. a lot of fun for actors yes. because you get to, you know, usually go, go wild and, ha- and be crazy. Right. And um, it's, <clears throat> I know this sounds crazy, but in many ways it's, it's, it's like uh, either Shakespeare or musicals right. or opera in that it's, it's really intense. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, reality heightened, you know, it's always right. very heightened in a horror movie. Yeah. And um, actors love to do that. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and the, does it feel like when you do your death scene, does it feel like awkward at all? Like, you know, trying to fake die? You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I mean, well, acting is all fake, Scotty. That is true. Good point. Did you know that? <laughs> Touche. <Okay>. We are <laughs> pretending. Right. Uh, so, and who... No, it's it doesn't feel it feels fabulous because, like I said, talk about intensity and right. uh, Shakespeare. Everyone's always dying in Shakespeare, you know. That's a good point. Uh, so, yes, uh, and everyone's always dying in a horror movie. So yeah. no, it's it, everyone. Lo- actors love to play death scenes. Think about when you're right. a little kid when you like you do the eh, you know cowboys and Indians and, right. and just playing. Yep. You. Um, like to pretend the more intense high drama right. things and, and it's funny because when i was filming my first feature um my director told me now i i didn't die in the movie um but i ended up getting like hurt more than anybody else both in real life behind the scenes and on set like uh, in in the movie but uh she told me that like i actually she goes you are very good at dying <laughs> and i'm like thank you, thank you. i guess no, i'm doing my job <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I filmed a short film a couple weeks ago and I had to get a pitchfork in the neck. He goes, you really know how to take a pitchfork to the neck. He goes, I love when you die. I'm like, thanks. I mean, I never knew that I could die so good. (laughs) I'm like, it's a strange compliment, but thank you. (laughs) It is. It's a very good compliment for an actor because it's really is. It's what's more you know it's one of the more intense experiences right. especially if you're dying in a dramatic way right <clears throat> there's a uh, very dramatic or very comedic you know like yep. you know if you're doing a funny death scene right uh, and uh so you know yep. like like whitney or you know Mm-hmm. Or in a comedy, those are all, there's nothing more fun than though either extreme, yep. you know. Right, and that's why I asked the question because every time I end up filming a death a death scene or even a like a stabbing scene or even a dramatic scene type of thing, like I feel awkward, but I always think to myself, it's you're you're not Scotty McCoy right now. You are you know X Y and Z whoever I'm playing. So you have to you have to be awkward because it's it's, produ- it's a production. You it, you know what I mean? You're you're not being yourself. You're being that person. You're get you gotta right. get in that role. Right. Yeah. You're telling someone else's truth. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, how many days were you on set? Just that one day. 
just one one night. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. So what was it like working with CJ Graham? For those that don't know, he played Jason Voorhees. Oh, he's such a, a very, very nice, polite man. I mean, you know, not at all gruff right. or, you know, scary. <laughs> I mean, he's a large human, but uh, he's <laughs> very, very sweet and polite and right. um, gentlemanly, you know, after. Awesome. You know, so he, it was a lot of fun. I've gotten actually to know him better. This is funny in, in recent years mm -hmm. than because like, like I said, it was just that one night and there's so many things going on. And, mm -hmm. um, but lately we've been doing the last several years, uh, conventions or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a cast, mm -hmm. like the Friday, the 16th, uh, Friday the 13th, <laughs> part six, I merged <laughs> them together. Okay. <laughs> Created a new one. Okay. Right. Uh, the part six people uh, together doing conventions mm -hmm. or what have you. And so I've gotten yeah. to know him a lot better. And he still, as I remember my, my impressions of him as being very gentlemanly right. and uh, polite and kind. Right. He's still that way. <laughs> right. But he's also a very fun guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I interviewed him like we talked about before we were recording and he, he was very, very nice. He actually uh, didn't have a lot of time in his schedule. So he decided to do the interview while he was driving from like this place to like California. I forget where he was starting from. But he, he was I think he was coming back from like a convention or that was on right. like not far from Cali or something like that. Well, or he, he might have even been deferential. in California. He was very deferential to all of us because he mm -hmm. was not a trained actor uh, right. per se, and neither was he a trained stuntman per se. He, mm -hmm. but he was an ex-military, and um, so it was so funny. He was very deferential to us, like we were like mm -hmm. the experts. You know, I remember this in the Senate, and <laughs> right. uh, and Tom, of course, yeah. and and Tom really liked him because he he took directions so well and was so physically capable of of doing it right. tom tom also i told you he had a big a theater background but he was also mm -hmm. a mime yep and um so he wanted our jason to you know move in very strict clean mm -hmm. lines uh, like mime mm -hmm. right and cj was was able to do that for him Right. And, uh, and I'm assuming, uh, and I'm sure it's the case that like his military background is what allowed him to obviously take direction so well and actually perfect the role. Yes. And physical yeah. capability. That's very yeah. important. Yeah, exactly. All, and I mean, all, all actors have to be them. That's why in drama school, you take right. all sorts of uh, yep. phys physical classes, you know, whether it's right. dance, or, dance or martial arts or yep. yoga or whatever. So because right. you must be physically capable and strong, even, even um, skinny little girls doing <laughs> scenes in the woods. You right. have to be able to do it over and, and jump on a motorbike. You have to be able to do it mm -hmm. over and over again. Or exactly. Whatever, you know. Right. Exactly. So what was the most memorable moment about your time filming Friday the 13th part six, Jason lives. I think doing, doing the kill scene was actually the most memorable <laughs> in all my memories. Like I, I just said about the right, uh, right. kill scene, the blood packets in the mouth. Right. And, you know, I had never done yeah. that before. And I think <laughs> it was even, if, even in all the theater I had done, I think, it was the first time I died in, in a play or movie. Nice. So that was, uh, you know, very important. Right. And it wouldn't and, be the last, but right. Uh, and, and the, and the best thing is like, you got killed by Jason Voorhees. He's only a select yes. say that. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm Which on a very awesome. elite list of, of actors. Right? <laughs> so what was it like working with Roger Rose? 
Oh, he was great. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I didn't know him. He was one of the people I did not know. You know, I knew a lot right. of people on the film, but I did not know mm-hmm. Roger. Tom McLaughlin knew him somehow. And um, so, you know, it's like the thing that happens with actors, you know, like, hi, okay, now we're kissing, you know, it's like, right. hello, nice to meet you. Let's kiss. <laughs> and that's, it, it always helps if the mm-hmm. actor you're doing it with is that you can get along and laugh and, right. and um, feel safe and comfortable mm-hmm. around. And exactly. uh, Roger was that it was, it was a lot of fun. That's good though. And I mean, it definitely seems like it was a great time. I mean, obviously being part of part of the movie in general, like it's really, it's, it's a cult, you know, following, like, I'm sure you still get, you know, fan mail. Like obviously yeah. you got the email for me to do an interview. I'm sure you get a lot of that. Yes, <laughs> we still do. It's amazing. I, I say to my friends, I said, I, I just can't believe it. Cause I, I mean, even though as much fun as it was when we were doing nobody, would think or know that right. 35 years or however many years later right. I would be doing this still that right. people would still you know be watching it and care right. because it, I mean it's really nice the way a horror film has re, has mm-hmm. been reinvented and re, uh, renewed in recent yeah. years um, which is great even for the uh, old fashioned, you know, mm-hmm. I, we are old fashioned now, even the older, more vintage horror movies like us, yeah. um, it, it's good for the whole genre. Right, right? exactly. And are enjoying a renaissance. Right. And Friday the 13th, like it's, it's, you would think, oh, it would, it, you know, 10 years is great, but 35 plus years, you know what I mean? Like still going on. It's not, is not having any sign of stopping anytime soon. Well, I, I think in, in addition to the horror genre, never people love it from, you know, right. From Dracula on up. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's for centuries. Yeah. Uh, been popular because exactly. people just like to be scared. It's people like to laugh and they like to be scared. It's, it's, right. it's part, it's, it's one of the ent- things that entertain us. Right. And um, I think that in addition to, to that, that genre never, the interest in that never dying is that good mm-hmm. storytelling will, yeah. will last mm-hmm. and good movie making will last. And I think part six, especially is a mm-hmm. Tom McLaughlin did a great job with the script yeah. by, um, you know, there's, there's humor in ours, there's good music in ours, there's good storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, um, follows the whole thing and, you know, introduction and then climax. I mean, it follows the classic uh, points of storytelling. So that's, right. Another reason why I think especially um, the whole genre yeah. and the whole series and especially part six. Right. I, I went on a date to see the reboot of Child's Play um, at the theater a couple years ago, I guess it was, or a year or so, whatever it was. Right. Um, and, uh, and, my, and my date asked me, like, like, why are you, like, and first of all, my date hates the the horror stuff like doesn't believe yeah, in so, the anxiety like doesn't want to spend money no, on some the anxiety. people don't some people right don't, so <laughs> uh, uh, so my dad asked me like why are like are like why are you like laughing when you're when you're getting your like heart almost is gonna stop i'm like it's an adrenaline rush i love it yeah <laughs> I, I love it it's an adrenaline rush i'm like bring it and right from the beginning like we like we, we both were kind of expecting like you know the previews to be like upcoming movies not all horror movies where the first the first uh you know pr- like trailer or whatever that was shown was an automatic jump scare right from the get-go like we expected like you know maybe a toy story or you right know I mean? right some some other things but it was all horror movie trailers that were shown right before oh, the movie wow. and 
It was right from the start. Well, I guess they knew their audience, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't think they would be playing like, you know, a, a conjuring type of uh, trailer at a Toy Story, you know, showing. Right. So, I, and I guess it's the other way around. They won't show a Toy Story showing. No, no, you know, no rom-coms. <laughs> right. Exactly. So the last question I got for you is that do you have any, because obviously we know COVID's in effect right now, but do you have any other projects, appearances, websites, social media, anything else that you'd like well, to promote I, to everyone listening? Yes, I do. I do have another short horror film. I did the yeah. um, same production company, Wamstam Films, that did some fan films that mm-hmm. um, Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. They've also right. they also did one that uh, short mm-hmm. that I was in, and I have okay. a great death scene in that. Nice. I don't want to. I I so desperately want to describe it, but I shan't because <laughs> it'll spoil it. Right. Uh, but let me tell you, it's a really great death scene. Okay. It's a short film called Pathosis, P-A-T-H-O-S-I-S. Okay, uh, Pathosis. And if you, um, you can see it on YouTube. Okay. Awesome. Uh, if you Google, if Google that name or Womp Stomp Films, their website, it's on their website okay. as well. Awesome. Uh, so that is fun. And, and it's like, you know, 18, 18 minutes of your life. And, you know, it's, right. and it's, it's really good. 18 scary minutes. Okay. (laughs) And uh, then I also did a political satire where I played um, this, this shot, literally our last day of shooting was the day before LA shut down for COVID. Mm. So we really got in under the wire, thank goodness. And it's come out on YouTube as well um, over, you know, over the last couple of months or something. Um, It's a political satire. I play Hillary Clinton. So. Nice. So, and she's from my same hometown. So I was very honored to play someone from my hometown, Park Ridge, Illinois. Anyway, so um, (laughs) it's called Free Lunch Express. And so, and then, you know, I uh, teach acting to kids. That's one of my main things that I've been doing since um, I was doing it then. And I've just continued to do it. I, um, I run a program at a a theater here in Los Angeles in Topanga Canyon um, called the Will Gear Theatricum Botanicum. And I run the kids program. We do mostly Shakespeare, but we do a lot of everything. Um, And so I'm teaching, we are now we're on the zoom, you know, right. It's hard to teach acting classes on the zoom, but you know, when that's, when that's all you have, then. Yep. It's better than and nothing the, at least. Right. Yeah, And the one good thing is you, you, you open up to people that aren't geographically near you. That is true you know? too. And so anyway, so that I'm still teaching acting to kids, which I love That's awesome. tremendously. That's awesome. And the kids, they're our future. Like, you know, give the, it, it, show them the, enter, the arts and the entertainment industry and everything and, you know, open their horizons. Cause I mean, being creative, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Right. And it's funny, you know, as uh, some of the (laughs) older kids, like the 12 year olds, they'll, you know, as they start, because that's about, Mm -hmm. I I guess some kids do it younger, but most kids around 12 start watching horror movies. Yeah. Right. I was about six. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Friday the 13th, part seven. We didn't let our kids watch Friday the 13th, our movie. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe they were 10. I don't know. I'd have to confirm with them what time, right. how old they were when they first watched it. But let's say 10 or 12. Okay. Uh, let's, let's say that, Scott. Okay. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> and they, um, they'll come up to me and they'll be like, was that you? 
in Friday the 13th, part <laughs> six. And my mom said it was, but I didn't believe her because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm old now, you know, right. and of course they think of me as, you know, their, their old teacher, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they're like, my mom told me it was you. And I said, yeah, that was me. And then they go running back to the first. Oh my gosh. So it, it really ups my cred. Nice. And Friday. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually have a funny story to tell you. Um, I think it might've been part seven. I know that was the first movie I've ever watched. Like, but I think I watched all of them after that. So I think it was after I seen all the movies or whatever, up to like 93 or whatever, I was still young. Um, I was maybe eight, nine ish years old and there was a thunderstorm out and everything. And it was a Friday the 13th and I was watching, you guessed it, Friday the 13th. And I'm pretty sure it was the seventh one. And we're, it's a thunderstorm out. My parents are in the, you know, in their bedroom or whatever. I guess they were just letting me have my time to watch uh, Friday the 13th and they were just cleaning up or whatever they were doing. And uh, I was whatever watching. parents do. Yeah, whatever yeah. parents do, they, 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 they aren't a fan of horror movies. So they were just letting me have my time and they were cleaning the house. And I think they were either in the bedroom or the front room or whatever. They were doing laundry or whatever. But uh, I was, uh, but next thing you know, Jason is, is uh, getting the electrical box and he's uh, turning to turn the power off and the power went off. And at the same exact time that that power went off there, the TV went off, our lights went off. <laughs> thunder's roaring um, and it's nighttime so i jump up i scream and i run in mommy daddy mommy daddy like what's wrong what's wrong scotty what's wrong i said jason is coming jason's coming like what are you talking about i go jason's coming he turned the power off they're like (laughs) they're like scotty they're not it's just a movie it's just a movie i'm like no he literally turned the power off on the movie and then it and then our power went off they're like that's what happens when you watch a horror movie that's why maybe 10 or 12 might be a little better. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that was, uh, that was uh, interesting. I remember that to this day. Like that was, that was That's something funny. else. Like, uh, like of all the coincidences at the same exact second, like I never saw something like that ever happen ever again. Like that would just, or it was, was like it the, a coincidence? Right. Right. Or it was like somebody giving me a sign, like, don't watch this movie. At least not during thunderstorms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At like eight years old. Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be a big thunderstorm here in LA tonight. So maybe. I... Really? We're supposed to get snow. <laughs> oh, that's right. Snow. Yeah. I don't know how much, how many inches and I don't know when or anything. All I know is we're supposed to get some type of snow. And I know Pennsylvania is supposed to get more than we do here. Cause I'm in Maryland here and Pen- yeah. I live in Northeast Pennsylvania in the mountains where, where we get like two feet of snow in May. Yeah. Well, I went to, like I said, I went to undergraduate school in Kalamazoo and that's that swath of, and it goes through to Pennsylvania. There is like the snow belt. We get, we get a lot of snow there. Yep. So Northeast Pennsylvania gets hit hard, but I know here in Maryland, usually we don't get nearly as much. Like we, we get maybe an inch at two inches, maybe three at the most. I've never seen anything major here. It's mostly in Pennsylvania when I'm there. Like uh, we got one big snowstorm that I'm aware of. I was actually home. It was during uh, like when I was working, I worked from home because of the pandemic. And um, I was uh, down at, um, I was at my parents' place from like November 1st until like January 9th or whatever and all that stuff. And we got like one snowstorm, like snowstorm during that time period. And it was like three, I think it was like two and a half feet, something like that. You got Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty big. It was it was pretty big. <laughs> Took Yikes. me about three days just to the uh, shovel my car out. 
Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> well, I thank you so much, Cindy, for uh, welcome, joining me. Scotty. It was my it's pleasure. Been an honor. Thank you. It's been it an honor fun. to reminisce. This was a really good and fun interview. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, and I just, you know, it's so exciting and wonderful that we have old fans and new fans. Yes, exactly. Coming to the Friday franchise and especially yeah. part six. Yay, yeah. part six. <laughs> From everybody I usually talk to, part six is either in their top three or mostly their number one. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, a lot of people, yeah. the, the first one, of course, is, is yeah. their favorite because it sets it all up, you know? Right, right. And a lot of people love part six and they love it because of Tom McLaughlin's amazing screenwriting. It really was good. The humor, like it, it didn't make Friday the 13th a horror comedy. It literally made it still a horror, but it had like right. that comedy aspect of like, you know, the, the Karloff and, you know, the Frankenstein references and the dark Gothic themes and like Nancy McLaughlin. And I've seen enough horror movies to know any, you know, anywhere to wearing a mask isn't friendly you know what i mean like just right. funny quips like that made the movie enjoyable and he was so far ahead of his time because now they do that a lot like the even those right. commercials the, yeah. where that one commercial where they make fun of horror movies you know <laughs> let's go to the cemetery at night okay right. good idea you know right. and so he was doing that kind of poking mm -hmm. fun at it even back yep. then yeah, exactly. So I think I think that Friday the Thirteenth Part Six was a, was great um, for everybody listening and watching. Whether you're watching or on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast sites, um, you know, check out uh, Wamstam Films. Uh, see uh, Cindy in that, and uh, check out all her other short that she's in. Um, and uh, also on YouTube, subscribe to Slasher Scotty. It's a new YouTube account, uh, separate from my Greystone Films one. So I'm still building that up. So uh, subscribe to that. Uh, like and comment if you like what you've seen. Um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, like and comment and review us and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Wishka, Castbox, Openbox, and all the other podcasting platforms. Oh my gosh, Scotty, that was, <laughs> was so much information. I know. I have to memorize it for everyone. It's like, <laughs> built into my brain now <laughs> yikes I, i'll you know okay all right well thank you so just much google, just google me just then, google you know. slasher scotty and yeah <laughs> and then you can you're on imdb correct yes i am awesome so yes. even if you want to see anything after this is over right. and you want to check what cindy is into go to her imdb page i'm sure it'll be updated with any future yeah. projects that she has right i also did speaking of horror lucifer which is awesome fantasy slash horror too so. nice was that a that was the movie or the tv series the tv show i did I okay did awesome a spot on that yeah awesome sounds great anyway. so okay I thank you again you have a great rest of your day thank you scotty right. so much it was very nice meeting you it's nice meeting you too and stay safe thank you you too right. thank you bye everyone bye.